Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. On Good morning, hello, welcome, and everywhere you are around the world, thank you for joining us today on Living Well here on A to Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent for approximately the next hour, if you so desire. And uh, if you haven't already done so, please uh, click into the chat room and join us live. And you can just uh, find the word chat room in the red bar near the top of the home screen on a to zen.fm. And when you click on that word, it will bring you to a screen so you can give yourself a name. Pick any name you like wherever you're uh, at today and join us in the chat room. You can enter your questions in real time and play with us live. My co-pilot in consciousness, Lillaroo, has joined me. That's my kitty cat for any of you who haven't met her already. <laughs> she and I are ready to go. We have a very special show today. Oh my goodness, how did we get so lucky to have LaRue Epler as our guest today. Let me tell you just a little bit about LaRue. LaRue has been active in the human potential field since the late 80s when a startling event in her life prompted her to begin exploring beyond the status quo and seeking the approval of others. She studied and trained in a number of methods for personal growth, including the work, avatar, NLP, one brain, transcendental meditation, timeline therapy, holodynamics, and breakthrough to higher power. And drawing from her many modalities and thousands of hours of individual client sessions, LaRue has come to develop her own body of work, which she calls Evolutionary Kinesiology, or EVOK for short. She works with people to move beyond limitations and connect with their natural wisdom through classes, workshops, seminars, private sessions, and speaking engagements all over the world. She is a powerhouse and a lovely, amazing being. Please welcome LaRue Epler. Hello, beautiful friend. <laughs> Hello, Keisha. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and honored. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. For for any of you who may not know LaRue, she is um, kind of local to the North Texas area, and I met her some years ago here in the North Texas region uh, in a class where I was uh, learning about her book, Your Essential Whisper, and you can find that on Amazon.com if you'd like. It's still on her website, which is LaRueEppler.com. And um, just an amazing experience that kind of brought me into your classroom that day. And then, oh, my gosh, that set so many beautiful things in motion, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's six or seven years later. Right. Right. How amazing is that? Um, and so we talk a lot on my show, Living Well, about the willingness to embody abundant living. And one of the things that I so appreciate and adore about LaRue is she is this beautiful demonstration of living to the fullest that you possibly can imagine. And she has created her life and is creating her life in such a lovely, dynamic way, doing the things she came here to be doing, doing the thing that she loves doing, and in the process, 
uh, creating change in so many lives and and for the planet? And how does it get even better than that? So, wow, LaRue, where would you like to start today? Do you want to give folks a little bit about kind of what took you into Evocare? I know we sort of summed it up in your in your bio, but are there any particular things that kind of stand out for you? Well, yeah, I, I really think it would be useful to share a little bit about how I got on this journey and in, in the field of personal development. Um, I had been in um, direct sales. I was a sales manager um, for Mary Kay Cosmetics by the time I was 21 years old and um, had, you know, done pretty well pr- quite quickly. And And then I found myself in my early 20s, managing a group of of women about 50 women who were old enough to be my mother and my my sales director at the time who was encouraging me and saw potential in me was really spurring me on and I was really um pressured um by by my 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 director to mm-hmm. really go for it and 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 I wanted to go for it but mm-hmm. I really wasn't mature enough to go for it and so mm-hmm. Um, because I was, I was so young and so I was very intimidated and it, and it led to, um, for, for me and I take responsibility for this, two years of deep depression because I would go, I would succeed and then I would sabotage myself and succeed and sabotage myself and then fast forward some mm-hmm. nine years later or six years later, I guess it was, I, I um, gave birth to my baby and, um, I had postpartum depression and ended up suicidal. And um, resigned my position as a sales director because I couldn't, I could barely function. And one day, when I was um, planning my death, how I was going to, you know, take my life, mm-hmm. I had a spiritual awakening. I didn't know to call it that then, but this voice inside me said, "If you kill yourself, your son is going to be raised by the same people who raised you, and you haven't turned out very well." And I knew in that moment, yeah, that um, my only option was to get well. And I didn't know what well looked like or how I was going to do it. But, you know, something powerful happens when when you say this is the only option. I choose this. Mm-hmm. The universe hears you mm-hmm. and your unconscious mind hears you and all the forces that be come come to your aid to help you fulfill that thing that is the only option. And so you know, really, truly miracles begin to happen, and, and I begin to explore, you know, what do I want to do with my life? And and I knew the essence of what I wanted. I didn't know mm-hmm. what, I did. I wouldn't, if you'd said I'm going to be a healer or a teacher or a speaker, I would never have thought of that. But I knew that I loved helping people, and I mm-hmm. knew that I loved psychology and, and um, you know, working for myself, you know, having the freedom of that. And some other other things. And so when when one brain was my original training, where I learned kinesiology and how to tap into the programming in the unconscious mind, when it walked into my life, mm-hmm. I recognized this is my calling. I mean, I knew it immediately wow. because I knew the essence of what yeah. I was after. And and when we when we tap into our purpose, we feel it. Mm-hmm. We may be afraid. It doesn't come, you know, without fear, particularly for me back then because I had a lot of healing work to do. Right. So there was a lot of fear triggered for me. Um, right. All the reasons but, you but can't I knew, it, right? <laughs> it, 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 right, exactly. You know, and I had a three-year-old to raise, you know, you know, and I was a, you know, a single mother and raised this child on my own. And so there were all those fears, but, but I had, there was, I had to do it. It was that or die because life was not good. It just yeah. was not good the way I was living it. Yeah. Yeah. 
so you boldly stepped into following those little whispers, those, and of course, now for everybody who might be asking, you know, it's not always, we don't always hear the little whispers first. Sometimes we have to have the huge boulders through the, through the windshield. Yeah. Yeah. The four, the, the, what do they call it? The two by four the two over by the four. head. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but you, you, this, and I love this, uh, LaRue shares very many of her adventures in her classes and in her sessions. And, um, and I love her stories about all of these fantastic, um, guidances that you received and the ways that you received them and you you boldly began to choose into following that following the energy and following your knowing um and so um nlp was a part of your training as was um eft as well yeah eft later not not mm-hmm. immediately but in in my one brain training um i i was actually introduced to to tapping they didn't call it eft back then mm-hmm. but tapping in my one brain training in the late night at late 80s in like 1989 and i was taught to use it for pain so that was my first introduction to it but i didn't really start um learning it and and working with it until the early 2000s so it's yeah. been about mm, 13 years, 12 or 13 years that I've been using it, you know, in, in my practice with people. Mm-hmm. And what kind of, when did you begin to sort of have that sense of, I'm doing something that a lot of people do, and yet I'm doing something kind of different? When did that begin to show up for you? Well, at at the time I started this work, you know, I've been doing this work for 26 years, I didn't feel like... I was doing anything like anyone else. I felt like <laughs> I was I was really doing something that was different, you know. And it just occurred to me, actually, in the last couple of weeks, like, wow, you know, like there are a lot of people doing the kind of work that I'm doing these days. I mean, they don't all use muscle testing in the way that I do for the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the pinpointing the issue. But I mm-hmm. thought well, there are thousands of people doing this now, and there were there weren't it wasn't that way in, in yeah. 1989, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I thought, how exciting is that, that the world has awakened and they're they're so ready for tools that work, that make a difference. Yeah. You know, so we have all of these, you know, methodologies, you know, um, mm-hmm. access consciousness and, you know, uh, you know, one brain and tapping. And the funny thing is very few people have heard of one brain, and yet it's, it's, it's changed thousands yeah. of lives over, over the, you know, the world, you know. Yeah. But it's yeah. exciting. We're living in some exciting times because oh, yeah. we're tired of suffering collectively Mm -hmm. and you know and i think of you know the financial collapse um it's starting probably back with enron (laughs) you know (laughs) around 9 11 um Mm -hmm. not just you know in 2007 or 8 but when when people's 401ks went away people started waking up and going you know and thinking i have got to put the power back in my own hands i you know, the illusion that the corporate world is going to take care of us mm-hmm. and that you're going to have a nice retirement or we're going to have Social Security. Mm-hmm. You know, people started waking up and the illusion started coming off of our eyes. And so yeah. with that, people start to ask different questions and they start to explore things that they wouldn't normally be open to exploring before. I mean, that's yeah. the beauty of crisis is yeah. it wakes us to to, to deeper power. Yeah. And And so with that... It's you know the you know, the the life coaching industry has exploded you know mm-hmm. and and all of these healing modalities it's really exciting yeah and how cool is it that we are 
we did choose to show up in a time when really there is this quest and seeking of our awakening and we do get to be part of this. I mean, yeah, you can look at what's going on and of course we can all see, you know, on the surface, the horrible things that are happening. And I in no way mean to make light of what is happening around the world. It truly does, truly does affect our lives in some very uncomfortable ways. And part of what I'm loving about, all of these tools that are available to us and and all of the ways that we can tap into our knowing is we get to have the possibilities of looking beyond the surface and really really perceiving and and receiving that seeking and that questing and we're all it's like you're saying we're all asking okay I'm ready for better now I'm ready to create greater I'm ready to go beyond everything I've been told I was supposed to do while I was here and I'm ready to have way more of me and I love that part of what you do is you bring people to way more of themselves and and you don't what I've been a client with LaRue I have had the great privilege of working with LaRue and one part of what I love about being facilitated by you is you have a very gentle method a very gentle technique a very gentle way that you um, bring your work to the table and there is a reverence in what you do and I so appreciate that you really invite people um, you kind of give some cue cards and then you invite them to like be present with all of them and mm-hmm. and it's just this beautiful lovely way that you have about you and I love tell folks what your name actually translates to I love that story well, in French, it means the street. Um, I, I make it mean the avenue or the path or the way. And <laughs> to me, my life's work is about helping others find their path, their avenue, and their way. Yeah. Um, you know that because we we are each here unique individuals, um, unique expressions of God, and we have our own path to walk. And I think one of the hardest things that we ever, ever do, Keisha, is um, honor our own path, even if the tribe, you know, if we're risking that the tribe is going to disapprove or disown us. And the tribe could be our family, you know, our culture, our, Mm -hmm. you know, our next door neighbor, Mm -hmm. you know, whomever, right? Totally, totally, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I know that there's some folks in the chat room. Thank you so much, so much, everyone who's joining us in the chat room and joining us live anywhere around the world today and in the future. The contribution you're being to this conversation is amazing already. We are just, the energy is just so beautiful. Um, and if you haven't joined us live already, um, please jump into the chat room. And there is also a way you can dial in. Um, just going to, oops, no, I don't have that up. So i tell you what, we have a commercial break coming up. Let's go to commercial. There will be a lovely person telling you the ways you can call in, and we can reiterate that when we get back. You are listening to Living Well on HZN.FM. I am Keisha Clark with my amazing host, LaRue Epler, and we will look forward to seeing you on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? 
Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, and thank you again for joining us here on AdaZen.fm for Living Well. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I have the delightful honor today of my receiving my beautiful guest, LaRue Epler. How are you again, LaRue? <laughs> I'm well. Excited to continue. Yay. Um, so we we had a conversation about uh, like what was coming up for us to talk about, and, and the first thing that came on into the energy of it was tapping into your purpose. So talk a little bit about tapping into your purpose first, if you would. Well, you know, I'm, I'm beginning to think that we don't really discover our purpose. I think that it discovers us. Um, I think, you know, I, <laughs> it really discovered me. You know, when, when we ask, God, please show me the way, or universe, please show me the way, because that's what I did, you know, when, mm-hmm. when I, 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 you know, I'd ask for, for my calling, and mm-hmm. um I I came to Texas. I lived in Oklahoma, and I manifested a free home to live in to you know watch someone's home <laughs> while they traveled. And they drove out of they picked me up on a Thursday and uh, drove out of town on Sunday. And when I couldn't wait for them to leave, and when they drove out of the driveway, I went in the living room, threw my arms up in the air, and I said, "Okay, God, I'm ready to start my life now. What do you want me to do?" Mm-hmm. And and I <clears throat> I had a thought pop in my head. It was actually a memory of um. A career day, um, a court reporter came to our to our high school back um, some years earlier, 
And I went, oh, I'm going to be a court reporter. And fast forward, I didn't become a court reporter, but at the court reporting school, I started dating the salesman. And he introduced me to a group of people. And one became a friend. And um, one day we were out at lunch, and someone had, there'd been a, a networking luncheon at this restaurant. And they had left their stack of business cards, and my friend picked them up, and she's flipping through them, and she came across this card that said One Brain. She said, I don't know what it is, but it sounds like I need one. And we laughed and giggled, and she said, I'm going to call them up and see what they do. Uh-huh. And and so she went, and she called me the next day, and she said, you've got to experience this. This is what you're looking for to change your life. And wow. so I went the next week, and I when I left there that night, I knew I had found my calling, or actually it had found me. I mean, it literally found me. I went to mm-hmm. lunch. Mm-hmm. And it worked hard to find me because um, the business cards, when the cashier offered them to me, I said, no, they're not mine. And my friend said, thank you. And so the universe, <laughs> through my friend, you know, I, I mean, I really do. I believe that, yeah. you know, we need to pay yeah. attention and that sometimes we miss the messages, you know, mm-hmm. because I've been, you know, I've certainly been very dense and um, <laughs> on my on my own track. But I think, you know, if we'll pay attention, it will find us or we will be guided to it. You know, there's an, a navigational pull inside of us that when we get still enough and quiet enough and it's I, I know it's a challenge to do in our busy lives with you know our our jobs and our kids and schooling and facebook and uh, social media but yeah. to to find that calm center we can feel the tug and the pull go here go there and you never know when you go to the grocery store if you're if you're drawn to the grocery store who you might meet i might you might discover your purpose yeah and I love that the universe is determined, and it it is it does conspire in our in our favor, I believe. And so, yeah, when we do begin to ask those questions, uh, at least I find in my life too that it it does show up, and and we're not often ready to choose it, right? So, like the business card was presented right. to you. <laughs> yeah. So how cool but, is that? You know, I had no connection, right? Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> the, the other thing I want to say about purpose, Keisha, is that. Our life purpose is rarely our vocation. Now, in mm-hmm. my case, it, it happens to be a part of it, you know, but mm-hmm. also part of my, my life purpose is trust. It's not just yeah. what I'm doing. It's, it's, it's all built on trust. That's part of my life lesson and my life purpose. Mm-hmm. And so for some people, they get really frustrated because they're looking for a career. And, and it isn't all, right? Yeah. It and isn't always it. a career. Yeah, it's it. What, part of where I'm playing with is, it, it, it's more of like it's the energy. It's like asking, really mm-hmm. seeking into, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily what I came here to do, but what did mm-hmm. I come here to be and receive, and what are the processes and the ways life can bring that to me, and yeah, it's amazing what shows up. And I love you. You made that point. Sometimes it is included in your actual vocation. And it doesn't always have to be. So it's like there's no rule book that says you can only have your purpose this way, you know, and you can only do your purpose this way. <laughs> and I know that there are some folks um, who might be having a little bit of a question mark around the actual word when we use the word purpose. And so it can mean whatever it wants to mean for anybody who's listening. You know, it can be your bliss. It can be your joy. It can be your fulfillment. It can be your ecstasy. You don't have to call it the specific word purpose, but it's more of that energy, at least for me, and and, and I'll let you also speak to it, LaRue. Um, for me, it's like, it's that thing, it's that energy that brings you more of you, that excitement and that 
fulfillment and that joy of being here and being, really just being. And um, Well, I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Now, it, 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 can I just say one thing to absolutely. that? Absolutely. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I, loved, I love the way you describe that. Mm. As, you know, another word for it is passion. You know, I loved how you yeah. said your bliss, your joy. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's it's that thing or however you're being where mm-hmm. you feel that you're lit up, that you're alive. Mm-hmm. And here's alive. another interesting thing. Yes. And, I, and so where our conversation went before we, as we were playing with getting ready for our show, is the word desire came up and came into the energy of the conversation. And... um so let's play with that a little bit, shall we? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I, I would love to. Love yeah. To. So one of the things I observe a great deal going on is that not very many of us really allow ourselves to even begin to ask the question, what really makes me happy? What really brings a smile to me? What lights up my life? And one of the things I'm beginning to notice is that there seems to be this this really um, – rigidness um, that occurs around letting ourselves have what, to me, is the energy of our desire. And it's almost like we've made our desire something wrong. And so when you and I were playing with the energy of this conversation before, you know, because for all of you who are listening, if any of you haven't heard me talk about this before, the way I really love to play with the energy of each show is we just sort of throw some words out there into the universe and see what it brings back. And then we let it develop as we go. And that's part of what I love about folks who come into the chat room. Everybody gets to contribute. And the conversation is being created. The energy is being created right now with all of us here. Um, And so when desire came up, it was like there's a real um, awareness for me that a lot of people do not allow themselves to have their desire. And so can you speak to that a little bit? What have you noticed in your work around Well, desire? I agree with you that they, 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 don't des- um, they don't allow themselves to have their desires. They, and I can speak for myself over the years. I've noticed I, will need, I wouldn't not only allow myself to have the desires, I, I, I couldn't even be in touch with them. There were, there were times mm. I couldn't even feel them. I, was, I felt so disconnected from life. You know, mm-hmm. I was just such in survival mode that there was no place inside me to be in touch of a desire. Yeah. You know, and and I'm I find that our they're kind of like I think of it like this kind of like two types of desire. This may or may not be completely accurate, but there are egoic desires. You know, mm-hmm. you know the bright and shiny object thing, or you know, um, it's like, oh, if I get this beautiful handbag or this new car, or this whatever, then you know, I'll be happy. No, we're not necessarily mm-hmm. thinking that. We're just thinking, I've got to have this new handbag, or I've got to have this mm-hmm. new car. Mm-hmm. And those superfluous things, and and they don't fulfill your soul. But then there are those deeper desires that don't go away. The, the soul desires. Mm-hmm. If you don't give it to yourself or you don't act on it, you don't really acknowledge it and give it pay full attention to it, it'll keep showing up in your life. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and for me, when I have those, that's how I know it's really a real desire. And I'm getting better at recognizing them up front rather than having to repeat themselves for weeks or months or years. You know, mm-hmm. to really pay attention to them because sometimes we've had desires we've ignored, and it's not until we end up with you know we're sick or have cancer or something that we go, you know, my God, I've I've got to act on this because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've, I've got this horrible illness. And that's not always the case, unfortunately. But but we, you know, those deeper desires are actually your soul calling you forward on your life's path. They're mm-hmm. like the lanterns, you know, Beautiful. light the path. It says, yeah. it says, come this direction. This is where your greatest joy, your greatest growth, your greatest evolution is. Mm. Another part of this for me is becoming more and more about really acknowledging our bodies as these beautiful instruments and vessels that have these amazing capacities to facilitate us with Mm -hmm. um, you know with the way energy moves through our bodies and and you utilize that in your practice with muscle testing with the kinesiology Um, so talk a little bit about. you work very quickly now and and you've honed your craft over the years and if you would because i know there's some people who may not be familiar with your particular work and if you would tell us a little bit about how you incorporate um the pieces that that come together that that create what you do you mean like how i muscle test in session and how that all comes together yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay well let's see if i can 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 do it here um well, imagine this. Someone comes to me with a desire or an issue, okay? Some, mm-hmm. So maybe their desire is something that they want to be, do, have, or create in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes people come to me with, you know, a problem or a challenge or they're stuck or whatever. And and so I've put together this body of work, um, of list of, I can't use the word diagnostics, but um, legally, mm-hmm. but but a mm-hmm. list of ways of pinpointing what is going on in in someone's unconscious mind, what their beliefs are, what their, you know, if it's a past memory, and so I have thousands of bits of data, and it's all numbered, and your a, a person's body um, knows the truth, so. Because it responds with a strong, the body will be strong if it's a truth, and it will go weak if it's not a truth, if -hmm. it's false, and not a lie, but just not true. Mm -hmm. And... And so I work with people live and in person where we're looking eyeball to eyeball and I'm actually literally gently muscle testing your own arms like I have with you, Keisha. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a a majority of my clients are by phone and I muscle test myself because our Mm -hmm. higher selves talk to each other. And mm-hmm. and there is no such thing as a distance on the world in the in the world of energy and spirit, and mm-hmm. so my body um, will 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 give us the information. So so if someone comes to me and they say I've got this problem or I want to create this thing. I just start muscle testing through my list of of uh, thousands of, of diagnostics, if you will, and it tells mm-hmm. me what we need to know, and then we work with that data, and it'll tell us what the problem is or what you need to know, maybe it's advice, and or how to go about clearing or neutralizing the belief or the energy or the block that's in the way. And it's immediate, and it's fast, and it's Mm -hmm. lasting, and it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. 
did that, yeah. did that, did I do a good job explaining that? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Because I know that there are some folks that aren't familiar with with your particular work or the way you work. And I have the benefit mm-hmm. of having having mm-hmm. had experienced it in person. And um, and that's it. It kind of exemplifies part of the what we're talking about. I love that all of the elements come together in a way that really creates potentially profound change for people. Um, and you do use that wisdom, you use the guidance, you are, and, and it is, I, the word tapping, I know a lot of people use that, um, and you actually literally use tapping as part of what you do um, for some people. Um, and then there's also that tapping into, and it seems like that's part of what I really enjoy in working with you is there is that collective tapping into. And I love how um, we do so many things on our own. We can do a lot on our own. Of course we can. We are amazing beings. And when we add another person, when we are allowing ourselves to be facilitated by someone, there's such a gift in that to our being and our bodies, you know. Um, so I... I it's fun for me to get to play with someone who who utilizes the modalities they have to create that coming together of both the energy of the being and the energy of the body and using question to take you into spaces that you might not have even been aware that you could go. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, so what, are there some like really amazing things that surprised even you? Um, I know you're delightfully surprised by many things, um, but is there anything that stands out in your in your repertoire that you just were like, "Whoa, I couldn't have even scripted that." <laughs> well, you know, I, I, as I said earlier, I've been doing you know private session work um, with people for 26 on June 26. It will be 26 years, wow. and um, oh, and I still stand in awe almost every single day at what comes through you know like one of the the I have this client in New York and she called me she had been sad for some time and um her mother had died her father had died her grandmother had died and it was a really difficult time in her life and and so I started testing I just said you know what wants to be known here and it took me to a book I have on my in my library with over 700 pages it took me to a word on a certain mm-hmm. page in a certain paragraph and and I said, what does this mean? I, I said to my client, I'll call her Sue. Her name wasn't Sue, but mm-hmm. I'll call her Sue. I'll say, Sue, mm-hmm. does this word Luella mean anything to you? It was actually an acronym. And she just started sobbing. And she said, yeah, that's my grandmother's name. I was the only, she was the only person I felt really, really, really loved wow. me. Yeah. And and I was stunned by that, you know, and, and I'm stunned almost every day at what comes through for people because when they are, talk about desire, if they have a sincere desire in their heart mm-hmm. for their higher self to speak to them and to heal them, the messages will come through mm-hmm. and they'll come through loudly and clearly. And so I'm I'm still stunned and in awe of that. Beautiful. And I'm also in awe that it's 26 years later and I'm still doing this. I mean, it's like amazing. It seems like yesterday that I began. <laughs> and really, all t- when we say all times now, you're, you know, it, and then it's like I've, there's a couple of things that I've been doing now over two decades. It is amazing to think of, wow, and it's still brand new every day, like you say, and and that's mm-hmm. part of the yeah. fun of it. Um, yeah. And there's like, there's no wrong way 
to do this is another thing that amazes me. Mm-hmm. It's like when you are asking, mm-hmm. you may not be asking from a space of truly earnestly, like, okay, universe, show me, okay, you know. So you may not be 100% mm-hmm. present or, or even want to be in a specific mm-hmm. moment, and it will mm-hmm. still come to you. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's just this beautiful benevolence and 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 loving kindness that the universe has and and we can call it any name we need to give it um god or the creator or divine love um to me all it's all inclusive and there's this beautiful way that it brings us what we're asking for and um and i love that that we get to be participants in that for ourselves as well as other people so wow um we have a few minutes before our next break, and I would love if you could let folks know how to get in touch with you um, for anybody who's curious of what it means to play with LaRue Epler. <laughs> sure. Yeah, just go to LaRueEpler.com, and there's a way to contact me there. Um, it's L-A-R-U-E-E-P-P-L-E-R, P as in Paul, LaRueEpler.com, and um, you'll say contact me, and you can just send me an email, and um, either myself or Dana will get back with you. Beautiful. Um, wow, and we have a question in the chat room. Uh, Eleanor's asking, if purpose will find me, how come it's taking a long time to reveal itself? <laughs> <laughs> Great you know question. <laughs> That's a really, really great question, and um, that you know there could be many answers to that. But you know what, Eleanor, if you're cool, I could do a little muscle testing here and see what your higher self wants to say about that. Would that be okay with you, Eleanor and Keisha? Yeah, that would be fabulous. Um, I tell you what, let's let's take our break here in just a second, and we'll let Eleanor call in if she's willing and. and she can ask her question on air, and I would I would be tickled if LaRue got to do her thing on air. So um, you are listening to Living Well on A to Zen dot FM. I am Keisha Clark, your host, with the delightful LaRue Epler today, and we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. 
Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com now back to our show <laughs> welcome to the next segment of living well here on adazen.fm i am your host keisha clark and my delightful guest today is larue eppler and we are having a fabulous conversation about energy and bodies and desire and purpose and tapping into and healing and oh my gosh changing our lives and we have Eleanor who has called in with her question. Eleanor, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Thank you, Keisha. Thank you, the room. Oh, thank you, Eleanor. I know we see you a lot in the chat room. It's fun to get to play with you in person. So welcome to the live thank portion you. of Living Well. And so ask your question. I'm going to let you take it away, LaRue. Hi, Eleanor. Thank you for calling in. So, um so I'm hearing that you want to know why it's taken so long um, to find your purpose. Is that what you said? Yes, there, there are things throughout my life, especially in the you know in the in the career, the job that I've been showing up for for many years, primarily just for money, and that that mm-hmm. security. Mm-hmm. I I have that mm-hmm. energetic feeling of this is not it. There is more for me that I am more passionate about as for where, you know, where I'm going to live, you know, am am I even going to work? I get little signs along the way, but there's always the fear and the trust. They're not enough for me to act upon. So I just go back to the familiar and there's stuff coming out of my body that is from, in my opinion, blocked energy in certain parts Mm -hmm. of my body that's coming out in illness. Yeah, and you know what? And I can appreciate the, the probably the frustration that you feel yes. around yes. all of this because, like you said, you feel that deeper something, that deeper calling, and yet you you know you have to survive, you have to you know make a living, right? You have to you have to do the human things to keep the body alive, and it gets really frustrating. Like, how do you balance those two worlds? So I have some information from you. Is it okay if if I share it with you? Oh, you um, do whatever. I think it'll be okay because. Okay, so I think that I think that you've been chosen. I think that you volunteered. Let me say it that way, because what we're about to talk about is probably true for so many people. Because there's so many people who quote can't find their purpose. They can't seem to land right. So when I tested on the break for you, I, I first test, muscle tested my higher self talking to your higher self asking permission, and I did get permission. And what your higher self said to me is this. It says, right now, focus totally on reuniting with your higher self. It's only through 
um, truly embodying your full presence that your true purpose is going to be revealed. So your what I'm getting through the testing is your purpose right now is to align and adjoin in whatever way you do that. Meditation, walks on the beach, you know, by the ocean, in the woods, whatever your spiritual practice is. But to to reunite, invite your higher self to to I'm hearing take over your life, take you over and surrender to that and your your purpose is going to be revealed to you. Do you like to walk on the beach? Oh yes, it's one of my favorite things. I do you live near the beach or near the water? Uh, about a half hour, about an hour. Oh yeah, because yeah, I, I see I, I see you walking near the water. Yes, <laughs> there's I something about that. Yeah. I haven't yeah, done it for a long time. Yeah, please do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing is that talking about desires that we talked about earlier, we have those desires, we have those things we love, that if we will give them to ourselves and to our to our rational mind, it goes, I don't have time to do that. You know, I've got to pay the bills. I've got to make a living. I've got to feed the kids. I have to do all these things. We block our purpose in knowing because we're not giving us our heart's desires. I'm I'm getting it's really essential that you get yourself to the beach to walk near the water because it helps you tune in to your deeper nature, your full presence. So it's through giving yourself those things that nurture your soul that your purpose is going to be revealed. And I want you, Eleanor, also to email me um, because there's something else I need to tell you, but I I don't want to tell you on air, okay? Okay. So go to my website, LaRueWeffler.com, send me an email, and I can get you that information. Okay, honey? Thank you so much, LaRue. Thank you. Was that helpful? That was extremely helpful because I really get that I, it's, I'm in a job that I don't like to make money to pay for an apartment that I don't like, and this can go on for many yeah. years. Yes, yes, absolutely. We can end up dying with our song unsung just doing the survival thing. I love how you said that. Living it, right, a job I don't like to pay for a place I don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to live a life that I don't like, and that's my fear. That's my fear, yeah. let's say, on the deathbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so, so much. That's You're exactly welcome. what I needed to hear. Thank you, and I will good. email Thanks it. for calling Thanks, in. Thanks, Yeah. yeah thank good. you, Wonderful. Eleanor. Uh-huh. Thank you, LaRue. That was beautiful. Wow. And powerful. I'm I'm totally tapping in and perceiving the energy of the get to the beach, the the what the body can receive from just being in communion with those elements at the beach and the there's a mighty roar of that water as it comes to meet the shore and it's like those ions shifting and changing and colliding and oh just tapping into that. I'm loving yeah, it. You, <laughs> Thank you, Eleanor. <laughs> I know, I can feel it already. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, years ago I heard Deepak Chopra say or maybe I read it in one of his books somewhere, but he said Spend time in nature because when you're in nature, it's a very high vibration. It's a high frequency. And you start to vibrate at the frequency of nature, your true nature, when you put yourself in nature. And I don't know if you you probably have heard this because you know music, um, Keisha, but 
you can lay, and you know they've done this, they've done experiments mm-hmm. on this before. You can lay a tuning fork next to a play one and lay it next to one that has not been played, and within a matter of seconds or a minute or so, that other tuning fork will start to vibrate yeah. and and make yeah. a make a sound as well. So we do come into alignment with the highest vibration around us when we go to nature. It returns us to our nature. And our nature is where we'll find, you know, our, our purpose and our our desires and our deeper yeah. calling. Yeah. And I love that you bring in, you're not saying the literal word, but for me the energy of it that comes across is choosing, choosing to put yourself in the space to receive what we're asking for is a part of this. Um, you know, whether it's choosing to talk to a life coach, choosing to get facilitation from a friend, choosing to ask that question, it's so amazing to me that choice is that integral part of change and awareness. Mm-hmm. And um, and yes, it's 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 where we put our attention. Um, I love what Eleanor said as well. You know, I'm I'm in a job I don't like to make money to pay for an apartment I don't want to be in. And and I've been there. I've been in a job I didn't like to make money to maintain a, situ- a situation I wasn't truly happy in. And how many of us have done that? It seems to be a popular club. Mm-hmm. And yet, at any moment, yeah. we can choose, perhaps not to one day just go, I'm done here, and walk away from all of it. Some of us, right. that might be a drastic measure. But we can choose mm-hmm. to go, okay, for five minutes, I'm going to give myself this right now. Or for one hour, I'm going to give myself this today. Yeah. And very good point. Five minutes. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah. So, um, with the actual, let's talk a little bit about the tapping, um, since it's part of our title of our topic today. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. For folks who aren't familiar with tapping, can you, I know we've only got about five minutes coming up before the end of the show. It's so, it goes so fast. Tell folks a little bit about tapping. Is there a... Oh, boy. So, (laughs) let me see if I can find a simplified version, right? Is that we have energy systems or an energy system in the body, and we, as everyone knows, we have these organs, and there are... I like to call them rivers of 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 energy, rivers or pathways mm-hmm. that flow to each organ, your heart, your stomach, your your intestines, all of those things. And life um traumas or upsets or limitations, um memories can be stored. Those emotions and energies can are stored in those mm-hmm. rivers. They're called in in acupuncture meridians. Mm-hmm. And as you tap on certain energy points on the body, and these these are specific points that go to all of these meridians, and you make certain statements or you focus on a certain feeling, let's say I'm having anxiety, there are four points for, for, for anxiety. And um, your forehead, under your eye, your clavicle or your collarbone, and under your arm, if you feel the anxiety while you, while you tap like five to ten times, you know, on your forehead, and then five to ten times under your eyes, and et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. that feeling will start to dissipate. You might do a few rounds of it before it's completely gone, but the key is to focus on the feeling, and that mm-hmm. energy will dis- it will just dispel. It's It really is like magic. People say, will it come back, and I'll go, not on that given issue if you've gotten the whole thing. You know, once it's done, it's done. Yeah. There will be other things yeah. that trigger anxiety, but yeah. you tap on that. It's a phenomenal, a phenomenal thing, and... 
you know, I've had people who've come to me who've got, I've tried tapping in, it didn't really work for me, but it seems to work with you, LaRue. And I'll go, well, that's because I muscle test to find out the exact emotion we need to tap on. And when we find the core emotion, which is often unconscious, and you tap that, it's bingo, it's gone gone for good. But that doesn't mean if you're not muscle testing, you shouldn't tap on, you know, if you have anxiety or whatever, your sadness or mm-hmm. depression or whatever. Mm-hmm. Certainly do, because it, mm-hmm. it's still effective 90% of the time. It'll just poof it away. It's amazing. So I know we've only got a couple minutes, but something's coming up for me, and I'm wondering if maybe we could, as we as to, just to take us off air for these next few minutes, um, with the with that desire, with the the sort of general question of um, what would it take for us to choose more of our desire today? Would you would you would it be appropriate, or does it feel light to you for, to take us through a tapping for us to to be uh, have greater ease with that and choose into more of that? Oh, beautiful. I love that idea. I love it. So what I want you to do is is I want you to to think about, you know, your desires or your purpose or not having your purpose and feel the angst around not having that, whatever that thing mm. is that you want to be, do, have, mm. or create. You can feel some kind of level of distress, okay? And to mm-hmm. kind of put this in perspective, it's like I saw this on Facebook the other day, and I, I just loved it. It says, working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard yeah. for something we love is called passion. So what we want to do in order to get to the passion is clear the stress, okay? Yeah, so think of this thing that you want to, okay, be, do, or have, or create, and feel the distress in your body. Just notice where it is, and just yeah. reach up and start tapping the very top of your head as you've Focus on that feeling in your body. Now tap your forehead right where your third eye is while feeling that distress in your body. Now tap your eyebrow. It can be your right eyebrow, left eyebrow, both eyebrows, but it's right there by the bridge of the nose while feeling the distress in your body. Now just tap the outer corner of your eye or eyes while feeling that distress. Now tap underneath your eyes, feeling the distress. Feeling uh, tapping under your nose, focusing on that feeling in your body. Now, it's probably starting to lighten up for most of you. Tap on your chin, feeling what's left of that distress in your body. Now, tap on your collarbone, focusing on that feeling in your body. Now, just tap the side of your hand. It's right there on the side of your hand where you would do a nice karate chop. So just tap there on the side of your hand, feeling any distress you have about not being able to be, do, have, or create this thing that you want. Now just tap the top of your hand near the knuckle of your pinky and ring finger. And when you're ready, just take a deep breath and close your eyes or open your eyes. Mm. And there are other steps that you can do, um, but you probably will at the very least start to feel a sense of calm, and you could just tap through all of those points again. Mm. And um, if you want to pop me a note, um, we can send you the, the tapping points. Um, go to LaRueEppler.com and send us an info, and we can send you a chart with those tapping points. It might be a few days because um, um, my, my gal's out of town, but we will get it okay. to you in the next week. Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you, LaRue. What a fabulous way to end our session and our time and our visit. I am so honored to have you. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone. Thank you. It was a joy. Oh, total, total. So keep tapping into more of you, to your desire, to your purpose, and we'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. 
In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you 